Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi there, and welcome to the post-match reaction for Rangers versus St. St. Mirren. <laughs> I nearly said St. Johnson there uh, for St. Mirren, where Rangers have defeated St. Mirren 1-0 away from home. I'm joined by JB today. How, uh, what was your overall thoughts on that game today, JB? Yeah, I thought it was um, obviously just 1-0 back up the road. It was never going to be a classic, um, with obviously with the conditions that we've seen and stuff, so... No, definitely won't be one I'll be uh, downloading, converting to DVD, as we said earlier. So, uh, no, it was um, 1-0 win up the roads and on to next week. Now, that's it. I can just imagine now James Bisgrove presents uh, Rangers' toughest ever away performances. Now, you've said that. Um, but uh, Rangers lined up with Butland and goal, Tavit right back, Golden Suter, Ridvan, Lundstrom and Raskin centrally in the midfield, Cantwell just in front of them. Right out on the right, Dessos centrally and Sterling on the left. Obviously, Balogun, Silva, Matondo and McCausland dropped out from the game against Hibs midweek there. But what was your initial thoughts to, to having four changes and there was no injuries? Yeah, I think with the start 11, um, obviously, we've, we've got to keep players fresh. I think uh, one, of the, one of the challenges that we've had this season, as we all know, what we've had for what feels like the last 10 years, is the amount of players that we can kind of see running on empty or players carrying knocks and then making things worse. So as we've started to get some players back in the squad, if if the manager feels as if we can rotate players, um, then then we've got the ability to do it. I think if you look at a lot of the good sides, and we haven't been a good side, unfortunately, consistently for a long time, um, they, do, they tend to do this. They tend to have a way of playing, and then when they bring players in, it's almost a case of you go and do a role as opposed to who the player is. So with a bit of luck, now that we've got a proper manager for the first time in quite a long time, then um, that's what we're starting to see now. And uh, the players who are coming off the bench and all who are starting need to show the manager that they, they want to be starting. Um, I don't think I think some I don't think all of them done themselves too many favours today. But again, maybe you just need to take the conditions into account and then um, say move on to next week and then and go again. But to come through hopefully touch wood with no injuries, then we'll. Um, be in a good place. 
Yeah, no, that's it. And I think that's a really, really important point that you hit on there. I think that's always been the sort of vision for, for Rangers Football Club is that you have players that can play roles rather than a specific position. Because, I mean, even today, that's it. we've seen quite a, a few of the pack being shuffled. Um, but the first action point we'll come on to talk to, GB, is perhaps <laughs> the most exciting point of the whole game uh, was the Dessers goal in 14 minutes. You could actually split this up into two parts. You could talk about John Lundstrom receiving the ball and we're talking about another excellent ball over the top and behind the defence. And for me, I thought uh, Dessers took a really good first touch, took it around the goalkeeper and slotted that away. That's Dessers and t- 12 goals for the season, seven assists. What what did you make of the, the goal, the, the build-up to it and the goal itself, JB? Yeah, I mean, if we can keep holding Lundstrom in this window, we'll be doing well. I'm sure the big boys will be circling, but um, now somebody in the club did call him John De Bruyne Lundstrom, which I find quite funny. But uh, no, I thought the goal was taken really well. Um, I think Des did, I don't know whether it was, it was either composure or he hesitated to get round the goalie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either way, he took it well. Um, relatively clinical. I thought the uh, I thought the start of the game was was quite lively. I thought we come out the blocks quite well without creating too much. Uh, midfield was very narrow. The five all came in, uh, which allowed Yilmaz to get forward. Um, but now took the goal well. And again, it was just that um, I was just hoping we were going to kick on then, try and get the second before half time, and then you can relax a wee bit. But be boring if that was the case, wouldn't it? Um, what what do you think? Do you think opinions are changing in Cyril Dessers, given that, I mean, I think he's been, okay, he's, he's missed a few chances, but he's scored in three games that he's, he's played in. I think he's been pretty good since December. Do you think heads are starting to turn slightly on the on opinion in Dessers? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think what it is, though, I think people are starting to accept what he is, as opposed to, I think when he first come in, I think we'd all seen the YouTube clips of him. Um, I think it was, was it Ronald or Frank de Boer kind of has probably nailed it. He's either a six or a nine. Um, today, he showed clips of either being a six out of 10 or a nine out of 10. So he's, um, no, I think we've got what we've got with him now. Um, do you know what I mean? I can't see him, I can't see him mass improving. Um, he's, He's awkward. I think that's what we've got with him. Um, and we just need to accept what we've got. Um, do I think he'll break uh, Morellas' top goal scoring record in the league that he had in the time, in the what, five, six years or whatever it was he was here? Yes, I do. I think he'll go on to score enough goals. I think from a Rangers fan's perspective, we just we want to see quality. Um, but unfortunately, um, this guy hasn't got it. It doesn't seem to have the predatory in- instincts that you kind of want from your striker. Doesn't look hungry to score goals. Yes. Um, but he put an honest performance in today. I thought his hold-up play got better as the game went on. Went on. Uh, he had the chance uh, just towards the end of the first half down the left-hand side. I thought, oh, he's going to do it uh, better so away. Yeah, he's going to drop the shoulder and <laughs> shimmy into the box. But he cut inside and got the ball taken up by Alex Gogic. You know what I mean? Yes. So you can't go more extreme than better so away to getting the ball taken off you by Alex Coggett, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, um, no, we've just got to accept what we've got with him now. He'll, um, he seems like a big, honest guy. Manager, obviously, the, the managers like him. Um, mm-hmm. I think he'll be here, obviously, come the end of the window because there's not a lot of other options. Um, but no, he's, um, he'll finish, he'll probably finish the goal, the season with 25 goals across the board in all competitions. I think he's on the read, it was 12, 13 or something at the Great moment. Place. So, He's gonna. If somebody had said to you at the start of the season, that's what he's gonna finish on. You'd 
probably took it. Um, yeah. but, that, but that said, um, we need more, and hopefully, it's a few days still to address that. No, that that's that. You're right on paper. If he does end up with 25 goals for the season, I think most Rangers fans would have said, yeah, that that's it. But we're never going to apologise for having very very high standards, especially of our strikers. And another player that that was involved in that move, maybe just generally get you to talk about him, even the last few weeks and and today's game. I didn't think he was brilliant today, but you could see how important he is under Kamal, and that's John Lundstrom. I don't know if that's something they've been working on in training for him looking for those balls over the top just to totally take out the defence, but it's something he's really been working on and, and I felt at times, okay, it wasn't the best of games, but he really make, makes that midfield tick and is the point for us attacking, basically. Yeah, no, he's doing, he's doing it both ends, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? He's given us that, that. I mean, I'm never a fan of him as a six. I don't think he actually receives the ball too well from the back four. Uh, I don't think that's what he's good at. But in terms of that power and drive and moving forward, um, he, he's good. Do you know what I mean? He's. Um, I think in terms of the play, if you think of him as well, how consistent he's been in terms of the, the people playing in and around him has rotated every week. But he's kept that same level of performance over the last few weeks. I mean... He's had yeah. Sterling in there and he's had to show that leadership by talking him through games. He's had Raskin obviously coming back from injury in there. Him and Brian Jack always seem to complement each other relatively well. Um, and obviously we've got the, the new lad coming in, um, Diamendi, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Um, he's obviously coming in and he'll give us, a, again, another dimension and a bit of energy. I thought that's what we missed today in that midfield, was just mm. a bit of... Bit of a bit of energy just to just to burst and walk past players and uh, get us a wee bit further up the pitch, especially in them conditions. But uh, yeah, no, really pleased for Lundstrom. As I say, he's going into the. I just hope it's not a player's contract running out and it's almost like a, a last hurrah. Then we give him a new two year deal and he's out for six weeks. So um, yeah. but no, um, keep keep up the good work and he'll um, definitely it's a bit of a no brainer to keep him going into next season as well. Yeah, no, that's that exactly. Um, the next sort of aspect of the game I want to talk about is, you know, the rest of that first half, not much happened. And I was actually surprised to see your possession stats at the end of that. I, I did not think that we had had that much possession. Taff hit the post as well at one point, but I was a bit concerned about the amount of chances that we were giving up at. I'm not going to say I'm surprised that St. Mirren didn't score, um, but I mean, Suter and Goldson were, were certainly giving a, a workout in that full game today. What did you make of the the defensive side of things from Rangers today? Yeah, I thought the, I thought the back four were relatively solid. I can't think of them making too many mistakes, but I think again, but linking back to that midfield energy, I, I don't think Sterling and Wright didn't offer too much either going forward or defensively. I can't picture them heavily involved in too much. And the midfield three, I thought the game the, the game bypassed them just because our direct same them were going. So, um, you know, listen, in, in these type of conditions on, on a, what looked like a really poor pitch, you, mm -hmm. you're going you're gonna to concede chances. Do you know what I mean? Not, you're not going to get the rub of the green uh, all, 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 for all full 90 minutes. However, we do need to, and we've been saying this for a long time. We just need to get make sure that we're finishing games off quicker than what we are. Because if if that if that had finished one all today, I don't think anyone would have turned around and say Saint and didn't deserve it. That mm -hmm. said, as as I said to you offline, I wasn't particularly, I wasn't as anxious as I've been in years gone by. Because I actually think we looked, I actually think we looked drilled. I actually think players know if I give the ball away, right, I've got to get back in position. Whereas yeah. if I think about, I mean, use John Lundstrom as the example. Was it St. Mirren away a couple, was it last season? He gave the ball away on the right-hand side. 
they mm-hmm. they ran up the park and scored. But he just yep. stopped. He threw his hands in the air and almost like it was quite petulant. I think it was between him and Sakala. We're a million miles away from there now, so I think it's almost a case of right, get back in, keep the shape. They hit the post or the bar with a few minutes to go, but again, as I say, you've got to concede chances against anyone, um, especially especially when things are so makeshift um, yeah. from a team perspective. So yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you there. I think we dealt with with them pretty well. We were comfortable with. I, I, oh, I'm going to not like myself for saying this but their xg was was pretty low all things considering um second half comes maybe the only sorry interesting point to talk about from the start of the second half there was two subs made right came off for mccausland i wasn't surprised at that to be honest with you i didn't think scott right i mean that's a chance for him today you've surely got to be doing a bit better than than what he showed but cantwell I was maybe surprised at cantwell coming off at, at half time again um for tom lawrence i've been I've said it previously, I think the manager actually fancies Tom Lawrence over Cantwell for, for a starting position. If I think if Lawrence would play if he was fitter. Um, but yeah, what did you make of that sub? Is that do you think that's just him protecting Cantwell because he picked up a wee knock, or do you think he's trying to, you know, give equal game time to the pair of them? I mean, you don't know what's going through his head, do you? It's I mean it could be a mixture of obviously keeping things fresh. Um obviously Cantwell had a, a wee growing injury, he said on in midweek. So maybe the conditions and everything and things just kind of weren't coming off for him. So obviously keep things fresh and obviously we know we need to get uh, some minutes in Lawrence's legs to get him to get him back up to speed. Um, I would like to see Cantwell coming in from the left and Lawrence probably playing in that role. Mm-hmm. They're two very clever footballers, so it wouldn't surprise me if we maybe see that against Livingston at home. Maybe see a wee bit more of an, okay. an offense, offensive lineup. Um, it hasn't always got to be speed demons, especially um, at Ibrox where you just know they're probably going to camp at the edge of the box. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing them two, them two linking up, coming in off the left. Um, but no, I think, um, right to your point, um, there's a reason why a team at the bottom of Turkey was the, the was looking at Scott Wright, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. With all due respect, and I know there's a lot of people out there really like him, but if he gets really, judging where his next team is, and that's probably his level, um yeah. and that might be bottom end of the SPL, it might be some somewhere in Turkey or Qatar or something, but um yeah, he's 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 not very good, is he? Do you know what I mean? He's a trier and um he pops up with moments. Um I just I just save him for games of Hamden, to be honest, and <laughs> from there. But he's um but again, he's um he's a trier, but nothing seems to come off for him, which is uh, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I mean, I think it's it's well documented my thoughts on on Scott Wright, but it's, as a squad player, I always just expect a wee bit more from from somebody coming in. And like, I just I find it really difficult to understand that that's the first time he started in a while. You've got a chance. Surely you're busting a gut to do everything you can to to get a starting yeah. position. Um, yeah. But you, you talked a lot about that left hand side there and your answer there, GB, which brings me on nicely to to my next point here. Uh, we described it in in the house as is the Sterling experiment on that left. I, I I don't know what I made of it. It was a mixed bag, but is is he just on there, just occupying that space for Clermont, anticipating that Diomande is going to come in and, and fill that position? Another point I've got about it is if you're Rabi Matondo sitting on that bench, how are you feeling? Because he's come out in the past and said that's my favourite position. I like playing in the left. If that's where he played in Belgium. 
and and a guy who's not a natural left sided player, never mind <laughs> never mind left winger, it, it, it start it plays for eighty seven minutes ahead of you. What do you think of your Matondo, and, and what did you make of Sterling's performance on that left today? Yeah, I think from a Matondo perspective, he's he, he's just got to bear in mind when he comes in, he's got to impress. Um, I mean, he, he showed flashes against Hibs, uh, created a couple of half decent chances. I know there was certainly one for Silver in the first half. Um, but we're not seeing enough from him, are we? We're not seeing anything on a consistent basis. I can only assume he's not show, he's not ripping up trees in training. Um, now, obviously, with the um, with the with the height of that Rangers team today, when you when you start putting guys like Raskin and um, Yilmaz in a, in a start at eleven, um, you've got a bit of a you, you've got a bit of a shortfall, haven't you? Especially from a team that I mean, I'm sure pretty much every one of their players was six foot two plus. It looked like today. Um, so maybe their biggest step was going to be from set pieces. So getting Sterling in the team, that was going to be the kind of the way to do it. Um, but again, as we touched on, he, he wouldn't have. We wouldn't have thought he'd be, be able to hold a place in central midfield. We wouldn't have thought he'd be able to go to a, a domestic cup final and do so well uh, at set centre mid. So why not try him down the left and, and see what he's got? <laughs> uh, his skill set will probably be more suited to high right than high left. I would have thought, yeah. uh, just given the fact he's he's played all this time at full back. But uh, no, he comes in, and I think he used the word earlier. It's just it's, it's an honest effort from him, isn't it? He's um, he he got on the end of things. He worked hard. He closed down. He came quite narrow when he needed to. He's comfortable on the ball. A lot more comfortable. And when I first seen him in the, I think it was one of the Scottish League Cup games at Ibrox, I thought, oh, what have we got here? He looks a bit, mm-hmm. looks a bit rogue. But he's, um, always come on to a game, and again, just keeping and keeping it, keeping the minutes in his legs. Um, maybe Clement's just obviously looked at it and gone, it's going to be a bit of a slog today, which it was. Um, <laughs> we just get, a, um, we'll just we'll just make sure that we don't get outdone physically. And um, yeah, I thought he'd done okay without actually adding too much value at either end of the park. Yeah, I think I think that's fair comment on him. I, I don't imagine we'll see him out on that left hand side anytime again soon. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the you know the the coach's thoughts on that were if, if they had identified, you know, a strength in the St. Martin side down that their right hand side and, and put him in there. But um look, I, I feel like maybe I've been quite negative about this podcast and maybe some of the aspects of it. So I'm gonna try and finish on a on a positive here, G, JB. I think the conditions looked worse than what they were on the television. That that seems to be what I'm seeing on social media. Um, but I actually can't remember a performance under Clement. And you used a really good word there. It was a bit of a slog where it, 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 that was a tough watch. It, it looked a bit leggy, a bit lethargic at times. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't think the, the players are unfit. I just think it was the conditions and quite a heavy pitch. But... I've never really seen a performance under Clement that Rangers have really had to dig out a performance like that, a 1-0 win. What, what do you make about that? I've, I've kind of got no, no too, I haven't got too many concerns because um, even if you go back to the 55 season or when we won leagues under Walter and stuff, there was a lot of 1-0 wins in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's not going to be spectacular every week as much as we it should be at times because of the the step up in class between the, the ability of the players on the pitch, it's not always going to be pretty. So at the end of the day, if, if you think about how we came back from winter breaks in the past, if somebody had told you six points out of them for two games, potentially two tricky games, uh, you'd have snapped the hands off and we've gone and done it, we've delivered it and then we're we're moving into Livingston. And uh, albeit, uh, don't see any shocks at three o'clock this afternoon, but um, you never know. 
you know what I mean? So we'll see how we go. And uh, yeah, on to next week. Got a, again, decent run of fixtures coming up. A couple of home home fixtures now. And all we can do in the position that we're in is just take game by game and just get 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 points on the board and see where we land. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to games again as opposed to dreading games. Uh, which is if we're feeling like that as fans, you can only hope the players are feeling the same. Yeah, no, that's exactly. I said you a couple of really important points you've had on hit on there. I think in terms of it being a couple of tricky away games. I mean, because let's St. Martin is a very difficult place to go, as as I think both old firm teams have found out in the last few years. And um, yeah, to get six six points, zero goals conceded, and a couple of nah performances, I, I'll take that all day long. But listen, JB, it wouldn't be a post match reaction if I didn't end and ask you who your your man of the match today was, because <laughs> I know. Listen, <laughs> I haven't written anybody down because I was just going to go with whoever came to me, um, to be honest with you. So, yeah, a man of the match, and then that'll be us. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think I'll go Yilmaz. Um, I thought he just looked really comfortable. Um, I thought um, he offered quite a bit going forward. I thought he um, he was probably our best threat going forward in the first half down the left-hand side. Uh, I love the way he comes inside, that extra wee touch. Um so yeah, a bit of a struggle. Um, a toss up between him and John Lundstrom, to be fair. Um, so I think, um, yeah, that's a struggle. I think everybody today was probably a six or a seven, um, and but it was job done and up the road. I'd rather have them sixes and sevens uh, win one nil than than sixes and sevens and draw them one all get beat one nil. You know what I mean? Or if somebody was a standout but we didn't get the points. So yeah, yeah. the tricky one. Names no, that, that. <laughs> listen, I, I'm the exact same. I, I, I had Lundstrom. That, that was who I think I was going to go for. Or and maybe Dessers because he got the goal. But the last time I gave Dessers man of the match, I got I got plenty of comments in the on the YouTube video. So I'll maybe not do that again. So yeah, I'm going to give it to to Lundstrom. But I think Redvan. But I think that shows you where he's come. You know how far he's come in the last few weeks. If he's if you're giving him a man of the match performance in an, in an okay game, but listen, thanks everybody for joining us. Take care. Uh, we'll be back on tomorrow with our podcast live at half eight, where I'm sure the guys will touch on the game, all the latest transfer news, and all that stuff as well. So take care, everybody, and see you all then. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.